Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is attorney Larry Rowe. Question. Why would you take a local auto crash case to a huge out-of-state law firm? Be smart, stay local, and visit me at LarryLRowe.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of 580 WCHS, its employees, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. 580 Live is presented by Thornhill Automotive and is broadcast live from the Parmar Stores studio. From the studios of West Virginia Radio Corporation, the country, the United States of America, the state, West Virginia. The city, Charleston. This is 580 Live. And your host of 580 Live. What we've got here is failure to communicate. He's kind of a big deal. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Dave Allen. Folks, a good Thursday morning to you. It's 580 Live from the Parmar Store Studio. The voice of Charleston, WCHS. Quinn Computers Hotline, 304-345-5858. Fruit Pharmacy Text, 304-935-5008. Our texting services, as I just said, provided by Fruit Pharmacy, your hometown family pharmacy. Live streaming to 580 Live, brought to you by attorney Larry L. Rowe. Visit LarryLRowe.com or call 304-925-1333. And our phone services are a service of Quinn Computers. They treat your business like your business is their only business. West Virginia Secretary of State Mac Warner is going to join us in the second segment of the show today. Plus, I want to do a little clarification. We had a text to the show yesterday about smoking in Putnam County. And uh, there's, I think, some uh, little confusion out uh, about uh, the the text that I read on the air. There are some changes coming to smoking policies in public places, um, uh, some proposed changes uh, in Putnam County. And actually uh, got a call yesterday afternoon from somebody with the um, – Board of Health in Putnam County to kind of set everyone straight on it. And I'm going to go over all that with you coming up a little bit later on. Plus, always, as always, time for your uh, calls and uh, texts as well. But uh, in our ongoing effort to introduce you to candidates in the area, we have another candidate who is uh, already uh, signed up to run for House of Delegates. On the Democratic side, House District uh, 58, Dakota Buckley. Good morning, sir. How are you? How are we doing? Great to have you here, sir. Eh. You know, it's another day here. Great to be here. Great, great to be anywhere. <laughs> now, you're going to be representing the uh, new District uh, 58, which incorporates, and if I'm wrong about any of this, you can correct me, because sometimes it's kind of hard to keep it all straight, St. Albans, uh, Southern Nitro Institute, and Western Dunbar. Is right. that, is that so, right? Uh, in St. Albans, anyway, it's basically the main city area. So 
unfortunately, Amandaville is not part of that, as well as Green Valley is not. Most of Coal River Road is not. It is uh, in uh, within Tornado's District, which is also part of South Hills. All the good stuff there. Uh, as far as Nitro, you have until Walker Street on Southern Nitro, and then beyond that, it's no district. Uh, Institute, you have basically all the Institute, and in Western Dunbar, you have until about 22nd Street, and it kind of zigzags between 19th across the tracks. <laughs> uh, and then you have the hills between cross lanes and Nitro as well. And this is a new district, but in effect, right? Absolutely. I mean, probably following the redistricting. Right, which I actually like a lot more because it actually brings more local representation to the areas in which we want to run. Because, uh, for example, we were part of the 35th before. I don't remember the last time that we actually had a representative from uh, the St. Albans area, the Institute area that actually represented the area outside of just Charleston mm-hmm. uh, residents or whoever. All right. So, so sometimes change is good. It can, Absolutely. It can be good. All right. So uh, the name is Dakota Buckley. Tell yep. us who Dakota Buckley is. Tell us, just tell us about you. Uh, so I'm a St. Albans graduate, class of 2015, so I'm a little bit younger guy anyway. Uh, on my side, I do gig work, so DoorDash, Uber Eats, all the good stuff there. Uh, i got my great fiance Kayla, and my daughter, Ellie. Uh, she's a year and a half old, love her to death, of course. <laughs> uh, but I'm actually not from the St. Albans area, personally. I'm actually from Glasgow myself, mm-hmm. uh, good old 25086. Uh, but I moved to St. Albans when I was 13, uh, Really big in the arts, so music actually was in the band through high school and middle school. Uh, but, you know. Now, as soon as you say band, because I'm a music geek, I have to ask you, <laughs> what kind of music was it? Uh, so, just concert stuff. I mean, I, I, I played trombone mm-hmm. uh, through high school, went to state for a semester and played uh, French horn. I still play it on the side. Okay, cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. Right. So, this is obviously your your first run for office. It is, yes. Uh, why did you make the decision to run for office? Uh, so, mainly after after my daughter was born anyway. Uh, it happened to be after the time that you could file, so I couldn't run for 2020. Uh, but just kind of seeing just reality is I want to make at least someone's life easier than what I had growing up. Mm-hmm. And that's really what this whole campaign is about, is about reducing barriers for those who want to succeed to be able to succeed. No matter where you come from, what, no matter what your income level is, what your race, nationality, what your last name is, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what your upbringing is, you should have an equitable shot at being successful in the state. What are some of the hindrances, in your opinion, that would keep you from that? You mentioned, you know, you're obviously the, your, your economic status, but what are some of the things that you want to see, some of those walls maybe that you would like to see torn down? So a big thing that I've been really big on is about transportation. Uh, so I've actually been in contact with KRT, uh, specifically Sean Hill. Uh, just reality is a lot of people in the area don't have cars or they're not able to afford cars. And it's really hard to get a good paying job if you can't get to where you need to go. Mm-hmm. So an expansion in transportation that allows people to get where they need to go in a timely manner to help reduce those barriers. So working with the private sector and possibly as a elected official, if uh, if I earn that anyway, mm-hmm. to be able to expand that for people. I mean, you also have people who may not be able to get around because their health may be hurting them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have people who are getting bankrupt left and right because of insulin costing what feels like a million dollars every mm-hmm. dose you take it. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, now, of course, you're a Democrat. It's a super Republican majority under the dome right now. Um, have you given any thought to um, how you will be able? Because there's such a small number of Democrats. If you are elected, have you given any thought to 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 a plan to be able to to work to reach across the aisle to work to work with the uh, Republicans? So it's not not even a matter of just reaching across the aisle. It's about getting common sense legislation moved across. I mean, just the reality is 
they're people just like I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're all, we're all there for the same reasons. We're we're elected by our peers to represent their their desires, their needs, all the good stuff there. And it's not not even just a matter of uh, those who register Republican. It's all ideologies should have a voice at the table there. Whether you're a Democrat, or whether whether you're Republican, if you're Libertarian, Mountain Party, no party affiliated for even if you're independent, mm-hmm. everybody should have a seat at the table. And even my my campaign, my team has people from all those walks of life in there to help guide me and talk to people. And that's really what it's all about there. We're talking with Dakota Buckley, who is a Democratic candidate for House in the uh, newly formed District 58 on 580 Live from the Parmar Store Studio, brought to you by the Thornhill Auto Group. It's 915. Um, you mentioned some of the pressing issues um, of the community. I'm, I'm going to just throw out a couple more, because, and I say this sure. because just about every candidate that we have on talks about these things, and, and, and that's because they're important. But one of the things we hear about infrastructure and we hear about broadband, you don't need to give us the specifics, but have you had time yet to sit down with your team as you said, or, your, or others, and say, okay, this is how I want to attack the broadband issue. Because, you know, in uh, we saw it in the pandemic, you know, the lack of, of, of quality internet, and we saw how the students, uh, it was, I mean, the, the teachers, I think, did, did as good a job as they as they could for the most part. Uh, but but a lack of, 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 of high-speed internet uh, is definitely hindering West Virginia. I mentioned infrastructure. Have you had an opportunity to sit down with your team and maybe work out a game plan for how you want to attack these things should you be elected? Absolutely. Uh, so especially when it comes to Internet, I'll get into infrastructure as in roads and all that stuff here in a second. Okay. Uh, but especially with Internet, I mean, nowadays it's really just a utility for everybody. You really need it to succeed in today's world. Uh, and reality is you have a lot of areas that aren't serviced by any broadband environment, such as Suddenlink or Comcast if you live out further west. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have Frontier or any, any sort of DSL-based Internet or satellite. Uh, the reality is there's no competition in the area. There's no incentive for the companies to really expand their service or to really improve it without actually having other parties who are saying, hey, we're willing to bring it in. So I'm, I'm actually actually very happy for Cast Cable, who came out of Parkersburg to Charleston, mm-hmm. uh, to say, hey, we want to provide our services for it. Uh, and that's really going to help, I think, give more option to the people who live there. And I hope to see they expand into the 58th District as well. Uh, whether you're St. Albans, Dunbar, Institute, wherever, uh, that's 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 one that's one side. Also, I mean, re- reality is we have uh, all all these candidates who are from St. Albans, but we also forget about the people who live in Nitro Institute in Western Dunbar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so part of that is making sure that their needs are also heard. heard. Uh, but uh, just re- reality is there's not enough competition, and there's, in my opinion, not enough oversight to make sure that the companies cough cough. You know the two. <laughs> yeah. Actually, make sure that they're doing what they should be doing, and listening to their customers, actually responding to issues. I can name you one time where I where I, I so I have suddenly myself, mm-hmm. and internet went out. I went two weeks without even so much as a phone call saying, "Hey, when are we going to be out there?" Mm-hmm. So it took me two weeks to even just hear back from them. Yeah, and I think that's absolutely ridiculous on that in there. There should be. Well, especially if you're if you were someone I know you have a young daughter, but if you had somebody that was trying to do remote learning or that, or if you were trying to work from home or things of that nature, I mean, it's just yeah, like, as, as you said, it's a utility as, now. As a as a gig worker and somebody who does freelance, that's really oh, yeah. important. To me. Absolutely, absolutely. Right, what about infrastructure? Uh, so, the the big thing that I found in the area is that we have a lot of all these draconian laws between what is a state road, what is a what's a city road. I'll use the example of the road that tr- goes. Uh, so, in St. Albans, if you know. Uh, the road behind Kroger that goes between it and in between Moses and the railroad tracks there. Mm-hmm. 
beyond a certain point, it says end of city maintenance and it goes to state. And, and I tell you that I've been on that road. one of the worst roads <laughs> I've seen. Yeah, I've been on that road. Uh, and I think there should be a system in which they there are you can have uh, let's say the city take care of it and the state reimburse them for mm-hmm. it. So I mean, we just have all these roads that are hey, it's not my problem. It's yeah. not my problem. Yeah. And just reality is we need to get rid of these draconian agreements. And find out whose problem it is. <laughs> and as you said, that's, that's a good idea, maybe having some sort of a, of a working agreement there. Yeah, and, and especially going into infrastructure as well. I mean, we have, again, the same deal. You have laws that really benefit out-of-state interests. Uh, so, for example, I, I found in, just in discussion with, with various people, different groups, uh, especially like state contracts, you could have a West Virginia firm, West Virginia workers, Pay they'll they'll bid let's say a million one dollars to do a certain project. You have the same Florida firm with out of state employees bid a million, and because of current laws in the state, it goes to out of state. Mm-hmm. So I mean, just reality is we need, we need a system in which that favors West Virginia workers, West Virginia companies, and that is going to bring a lot more jobs home to West Virginians. Talking with Dakota Buckley, uh, Democratic candidate for House uh, District 58. All right, so let me ask you about your campaign strategy. You and I kind of talked about this off the air a little bit. Um, COVID changed everything uh, with oh, the, yes. uh, in, in last year's election. Now we get the midterms coming up in 2022. Um, what uh, what, is, what what is your show? How, how are you getting your message across to people other than being on this award winning radio show? <laughs> I've actually never won an award, but I just say that. Yeah, there uh, is there um, uh, what's your campaign strategy? Uh, so it's it's a basically a two prong approach. So a lot of people that may see me on. On Facebook, on the various groups within uh, the communities, just really just stirring a conversation, getting people talking, saying, "Hey, look, how, how has life been for you? How mm-hmm. how how have you been?" I mean, the reality is, I'm aware that there are many people who are not going to vote for me because of the letter next to my name. I'm, I mean, yes, I'm a member of the Democratic Party. However, I run as a resident within the district, um, wanting to fight for anybody who lives in there, regardless of your affiliation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, uh, a lot has been social media based. A lot has been Hey, let's get, let's get people who live in certain areas, and let's just get talking. I mean, just a, again, there, there are people who aren't going to vote for me. It's okay, but at least I want I, I want to hear you out. I want to hear what's been troubling you, what's been helping you, and see what we can't do to make your life at least at least a little bit easier. Okay. Well, we uh, we'll have you on again uh, before the before the primary because uh, you had a couple of months and the the filing period is officially not. I mean, you've already announced, but the filing period is there still could be you know more people uh, that uh, that sign up. But right now, I think this is there's three of you that are running so far. Is that right? Uh, there are, uh, I believe. I've, I've had three on the air. I know that from there that are period three on the air. There are a total of five. Okay. Uh, okay. That I'm aware of anyway. Okay. And there may be more. Now, there may be more. Anybody who wants to bring ideas that help out West Virginians. I welcome to speak to you. I welcome to run against you if you decide to. <laughs> have, have, have good public debate. Where can people learn more about your campaign? Yeah, so uh, on Facebook, you have uh, Dakota Buckley for West Virginia House of Delegates. Uh, also, my website, dakotabuckleyforhouse.com. As well as uh, if you want to text me, leave me a voicemail, it's 304-415-2431. 304-415-2431. I want to hear from you directly as well. All right. Well, we wish you the best of luck, man. Appreciate it. I'm always happy to see young people get involved, and I say young people because I'm old. Uh, but, but I mean, I'm, I'm serious. You know, whether it's Republican or Democrat, I think we need some some young voices in there, and I think that I, th- I think that's a good thing. We wish you the best of luck. We'll have you on again before the primary. Thanks a lot, man. All right, appreciate it. All right, it's Dakota Buckley again. He's a Democratic candidate for House in District 58. We do the show each Monday through Friday for the Parmar Store Studio. If there's not a Parmar Store near you now, there will be soon. Stop by the newest Parmar. It's 801 Greenbrier.
Briar Street in Charleston, and it's also home to Charleston's newest grocery store. There's an IGA store there, too. So stop by, and remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. It's 922. We're back after this. West Virginia Secretary of State Mac Warner is next. This is 580 Live, brought to you by the Thornhill Auto Group from the Parmar Store Studio and the Voice of Charleston, WCHS. Brought to you by the Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses. Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses bring first-class businesses to your community. It's that time of year when the world falls in love with new cars, used cars, and the best deals. The Thornhill Motor Mile most wonderful sell of the year is here. Horns will be honking, the trades will be topping, and yes, everyone telling you be of good cheer because it's the most we've paid out all year. Get in on all the action at thornhillautomotive.com. No payments till spring. Available 0% APR on most new models. And top, top dollars pay for your trade. Don't miss any of the excitement or the savings during the Thornhill Motor Mile most wonderful sale of the year. It's January 3rd. With approved credit, must qualify for all offers. See Thornhill for all details. Off the coast of Los Angeles, a vital parking lot in the Pacific. Container ships, mostly from Asia, stretching across the horizon. Hi, I'm David McCormick, owner of Omega Commercial Interiors, reminding you to buy American and buy local. When you do that, you're helping your local economy. And when you need office furniture, call us in Morgantown or Charleston. So buy local and buy American. This Common Sense Message, a service of Omega Commercial Interiors. We're a proud West Virginia company. You feel abandoned, alone, and unimportant. Your systems are down and nobody's calling you back. Call Quinn Computers. If you're a small or medium business, you found a home at Quinn Computers because small and medium business is what they do. Quinn Computers. They'll treat your business like your business. Hey, Carrie, we need that tax report by tomorrow. Hey, uh, Bobby, give me that expenses. For Hari's accounting firm, client growth is exponential. We're a couple of accountants short. He needs whip-smart accountants at whiplash speed. Hey, uh, so why aren't these receivables matching up? Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. In the pretend universe, kids play with pretend guns. In the real world, it's up to us to make sure they don't get their hands on a real gun. If you have a gun in the house, keep it locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council. You can find the details that bring your family story to life. Search for free at Ancestry.com slash radio. Mean, mean 9.25, it's 5.80 live from the Parmar Store Studio, brought to you by the Thornhill Auto Group. The Thornhill Motor Mile, most wonderful sale of the year is here. Qualified buyers can get no payments till spring as you are financing the most models, plus top dollars being paid for your trades. See dealer for complete details, visit thornhillautomotive.com. Quick Computers Hotline, 304-345-5858. Fruit Pharmacy Text, 304-935-5008. I want to welcome in West Virginia Secretary of State, Mac Warner. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Dave. It's great to be with you, and I hope everybody had a uh, Merry Christmas, and we're all looking forward to a much better 2022. Well, we hope so, and, uh, congr- and I understand congratulations are in order, because over the Christmas holiday, you welcomed another grandchild. I sure did, actually, on Christmas morning. What a great gift. It uh, 
really bright, brings you in close to uh, what Mary experienced that time of year and uh, just the anticipation and all the excitement. Uh, and, of course, the daughter going through what she had to go through uh, made for a very interesting uh, Christmas with her. But uh, the boy is here safe and sound, uh, Eli, just a perfect little child, and uh, we're we're real excited. Well, congratulations! All right, let's get right to it. We got work to do. <laughs> West Virginia's uh, West Virginia's county clerks, uh, the people that are in charge of elections, um, in an effort to to clean up uh, voter rolls uh, and to comply with the National Voter Registration Act of '93, are sending out postcards to people whose addresses uh, have changed uh, through the DMV or the post office, or people who have not voted over the last uh, few years. Tell, explain that process, and tell us why this is necessary. Well, I really appreciate you talking about this because this is a dynamic year. There are a lot of things that are going on. We know about the census. We know about redistricting here in the state. And that's going to cause a lot of people to have new lines, new delegates. Uh, precincts may change, and those cards will be coming out closer to the primary in May. But what we're doing right now is, and what the listeners need to know, is it's like a duck uh, on the outside you know, it looks calm, but underneath it's, it's paddling like crazy. Well, that's what the county clerks are doing right now. Is they're getting ready for that 2022 election. And part of that process, as you said, required by law, is to clean up the voter registration lists. And so in the last week, uh, 169,000 postcards went out to people who have moved and didn't inform the clerks that they had moved, uh, perhaps people who are deceased, um, or, as you said, people who haven't voted in the last four years. Now, if you vote or if you go to DMV and upgrade your uh, driver's license, you stay on those active lists, all right? So I would suspect almost all of your listeners have done one of those things, either voted or updated their DMV, their driver's license, in the last five years. But if you haven't, if you didn't vote, you haven't gone to DMV and updated uh, your, your address, then that's what these postcards are designed to do is to notify you that the clerks are interested. Are you still at the same address? Because they have to align these precincts and get notices out to people if your precinct changed and they want you to know the right place to go vote and so on. So this is that preparation that adds confidence to everybody that the elections are being run properly. It takes names off the poll books of people who are deceased or have moved to Florida or somewhere else. Uh, and that's what's going on right now. And as you said, it's, it's required by law that we do this. It has to be done between October and December 31st. And so the clerks have been get validating all those names that we, the Secretary of State's office, have provided to them that have come up, uh, come to our attention through either the national change of address, that's the Postal Service, or through the DMV process. They notify us of these people who moved. We then send it to the county clerks, and now they are sending out the postcards. Um, and all it is, here's, the, here's the, the short answer. If you happen to get one of those postcards, there's a, now a QR code on it. You can just scan it with a couple quick punches of a button on your iPhone. You can uh, stay in that active status. Or you can fill out the prepaid postcards, already addressed, prepaid. All you do is check the right box. Yes, I'm still at this address, or here's my new address, and send that back in. Or you can go see your county clerk. It's a very simple process. You can get online to our Secretary of State's website and update your registration that way. So we want to keep people in that active status. If you don't respond to that, then, again, by federal law, if you miss two more federal elections, then they can move you to – if you've gone this four years and you haven't voted and you haven't changed your – or haven't updated your address, then they move you to an inactive status. And once you're in that inactive status, once you miss two more federal elections, no vote, that's when a county clerk can remove your name from the uh, – 
the overall voter registration list. Talking with West Virginia Secretary of State Mac Warner on 580 Live. And, Secretary, I think it's important to understand that while widespread voter fraud um, isn't a thing, especially in West Virginia, measures like this are one of the reasons why. I mean, we've all heard jokes. I'm from southern West Virginia. I've heard them all, man, uh, about, about, about dead voters, people who moved, being allowed to vote uh, in, in, uh, in old precincts, and they haven't – their lives, you said, living in Florida or somewhere else now. This is one of the safeguards that's put into place to make sure that these things uh, don't happen in West Virginia. Exactly. West Virginia has been recognized nationally as one of the now cleanest states, the, the cleanest voter registration list. It's uh, recognized for the procedures that we have in place. We have a, a check and balance system. You know, we have early voting. We have absentee voting. We have uh, vote by mail, all these things. But each one of them has a corresponding security component to it. And that's why the voters in West Virginia won, I think, turned out in record numbers this, this last uh, election, the highest election turnout in over 50 years uh, for West Virginia. And then um, MIT uh, in Massachusetts, they, they did a national survey, and West Virginia was in the top ten in the nation with voter confidence. So both Republicans, Democrats, independents, everybody had confidence that we ran things properly in West Virginia. And that's a shout-out. I want to shout-out to the county clerks, the poll workers, and then the voters for, for participating the way they did. And I want to see that continue in 2022, that we maintain that status as a role model for the nation. We all know the importance of what uh, Senator Manchin, the, the position that he's had with um, and that, a number of different uh, bills in, in Congress. Uh, but people are looking to West Virginia as an example, and um, – I, I want to maintain that. So shout out to the voters for uh, maintaining confidence in our system. And this is just one of those procedures, again, required by law uh, to, to clean up those lists and keep uh, keep people interested in the elections because they know that their vote is going to count, that only votes are going to get counted once, and that's it. So I think those days of the jokes about West Virginia uh, politics and elections, uh, hopefully, hopefully those are behind us. And now we can uh, move forward with confidence in our elections. Secretary, I think it's also important to note that uh, a voter's registration, just so people understand this, and you can jump in at any time, voter's registration is not canceled automatically if they don't respond to the postcards. In other words, a county clerk simply aren't removing names for voter rolls because the law doesn't allow that. That's not the way it works. Exactly. And, and people sometimes use the word uh, purge, and nothing could be further from the truth. There's no purging of people from the rolls. We are eliminating names of people who have died or have moved. They shouldn't be on those lists now. And if you keep them on, it causes extra time at the at the polling place because they're looking through a list of names to find who the voter is standing in front of them. And if you have your rolls filled with a whole bunch of people who have moved or died, it clutters things up. And then also the voter turnout appears to be lower uh, whereas if you took off, in this case, we could have 169,000 names come off the list. Now, it probably won't be that many, but it could. Uh, and think about, now your voter percentages go up. It's not voter apathy. It was, you know, uh, clerks and whatever, uh, not cleaning the lists according to law. But now everybody in West Virginia is pulling on in the same direction. Uh, the clerks, it doesn't matter, Republican, Democrat, whoever, uh, we all want those clean lists. And this is what the clerk's message to me was. Uh, when I first came into office and why I've taken this so seriously and taken this on as a, uh, what is my, my cause to live? This is something I want to do uh, to clean up those lists to maintain that confidence. And then we've added other things. This uh, You saw a couple weeks ago we came out with the see something, text something. We're allowing every voter to become a part of our, basically an extension of our office. But if you see somebody 
intimidating someone or something being improperly done at a polling location, you can take a photo of it or text it to us, and we can put the investigators on it right away. So I think those type measures are what is adding confidence to the electorate here in West Virginia, and the voters feel confident uh, that their vote is going to be counted properly. And other people that are trying to do nefarious things now are put on notice that we're taking this serious and we will prosecute if necessary. Um, just just to throw some numbers out there, since you've been in office, uh, approximately how many names, approximately how many names have been removed from the voter rolls? Now, listen to this, 364,000 names. That's about one in four of all that were on there at the time I came in. That's how bad, how bloated these rolls have become. But the clerks have done a great job. They've worked exceedingly hard to get those off. Now, at the same time, we've put on 255,000 new voters. So these are people that have moved into the state that have turned 18. 67,000 high school students have registered. Um, so the, the lists are relatively in, in the same numbers, but now it's, it's much cleaner. Those old names have come off. Uh, and again, I'm mentioning names, not people, but the names have come off the list. And new names of people who are actually living in the state have a verifiable address uh, are on those lists. So um, those are a few of the uh, the numbers that are important uh, to keep in mind. And again, as people understand, and the credit goes to the clerks. I don't remove one name. The Secretary of State's office doesn't remove one name from the list. We help maintain a statewide voter registration list, but we're working with the clerks. They are the ones who know the people in the counties, know if they've moved, can verify addresses and so on. And that's why it's so important when you register to vote, it's important that all those blocks are checked, you know, that you are 18 years old, you are a citizen, you do have a verifiable address, not a post office or a business address, but an actual physical address. Uh, and the clerks are trained to do that. Um, and, and that's why I think there's a lot more confidence now in our elections in West Virginia because that is being done properly. We had a quick text, and uh, I, I, got, uh, I got some other texts that I'll get to a little bit later on. But one of these said, if a person is moved, um, how would their postcard get to them? Let's just say that I've I've moved to Charlotte and I did, well, I moved to Charlotte, for example, and I failed to notify uh, Clerk Vera McCormick um, uh, of my change. What would a person do in that situation? I mean, I guess I guess the person's asking how 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 do they get the postcard if they if they didn't leave a forwarding address, which I can't imagine not leaving a forwarding address, but maybe they didn't. Well, that's why we send the postcard, and when the postcard comes back as undeliverable, mm-hmm. that is what. Uh, is the catalyst to now put you in an inactive status. And then if they've actually moved to Charlotte, then they shouldn't be voting in West Virginia. Exactly. And when they miss the next two federal elections, then that's when the uh, clerk takes them off the list. So that's an example of the, the pro- why we're going through this process and uh, how the system works. And that's why we're sending the postcard. Nobody gets removed simply because they didn't vote. They get removed because they don't respond to a postcard that is sent to that physical address. So if you have moved to another address within West Virginia, then you need to notify that county clerk. If it's in West in Kalanau County, you contact Vera and say, hey, I've moved across the street or you know uh, to another section of town. If you move to you know, Harrison County, you would notify the Harrison County clerk, here's my new address, and then that clerk would work with Vera to remove your name uh, in Kanawha County. 23 minutes away from 10. Secretary, I know you got a busy schedule. we got to let you go, but any, any final thoughts this morning? The, the one thing I would like to relay is just my condolences and sympathy to the family of uh, former Senator Sue Klein uh, from Wyoming County. She was a dedicated public servant, uh, 
just a, a wonderful woman, and I was so uh, disheartened to uh, hear of her passing. So uh, just condolences to her family. And West Virginia lost a, uh, a true public servant uh, with the passing of Sue Klein. Secretary Warner, I appreciate it uh, very, uh, very much. Thank you, and we'll have you on again soon. Uh, Happy New Year, sir. Thanks. Thank you, David, and all your listeners. All right. Thank you. 22 minutes away from 10. This word from Hussins, the December special at Hussins is our holiday pack. Pick up a large 18-inch pepperoni pizza, breadsticks, 12 hot wings, and a 2-liter Pepsi for only twenty nine ninety nine. Visit HussinsPizza.com for complete details. Quinn Computers Hotline, 304-345-5858. Fruit Pharmacy Text, 304-935-5008. I got uh, a lot of texts I want to get to. We're going to get to those coming up here in just a couple of moments. I also want to kind of clarify the smoking situation in Putnam County, and uh, we'll do that right after this. This is 580 Live from the Parmar Store Studio, brought to you by the Thornhill Auto Group on the Voice of Charleston, WCHS. Brought to you by the Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses. Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses want to thank you for shopping locally. It's here. It's finally here. The half-happiest season of all. The Thornhill Motor Mile Most Wonderful Sale of the Year. Celebrate big with all new and used inventory at ThornhillAutomotive.com. The best savings, best selection to be had. Thornhill is your number one destination. Tag your new 2022 with Thornhill and get the most out of your trade. No reasonable offers will be refused. The best prices to be had on miles of cars from West Virginia to Kentucky. The Thornhill Motor Mile Most Wonderful Sale of the Year is here. Now through January 3rd, Thornhill for all details. Trading in your business fleet or personal vehicle for a new one? Donate your used vehicle to Good News Mountaineer Garage and get the best tax deduction possible and the satisfaction of knowing your donation changed the life of someone in need. Good News Mountaineer Garage repairs donated vehicles and provides them to qualified West Virginia families, giving them access to employment, safe and affordable housing, health care, and other vital necessities, and putting them on the road to economic independence. Call 1-866-GIVE-CAR today for Good News Mountaineer Garage. It's nice to know there's still a quiet place to shop for furniture. It's Dunbar Furniture. Local, family-owned, no salesperson will hound you. Take your time and check both huge floors. Dunbar Furniture is home to the largest selection of flex steel sofas, chairs, and recliners. And the lowest flex steel prices anywhere. Need a mattress, recliner, mirror, bedroom, or dining room furniture? Dunbar Furniture and Flex Steel. Two great names in quality furniture. Polka Valley Bank, your community bank, is ready to serve you for all of your banking and financial needs. Polka Valley Bank has been serving customers in your community since 1908. Stop by one of our seven convenient locations in Elkview, Sissonville, Polka, Winfield, Clandenton, Spencer, or Walton, and let us become your community bank. Visit us online at polkavalleybank.com to learn more about our personal and business services. Polka Valley Bank, where relationships matter. Member FDIC. Two minutes away from 10, 580 Live from the Parmar Store Studios, Caitlin's fascination with hair bands, or actually that's part of Dave Positivity Week, as she said. She she feels she's too negative toward me sometimes, so she's going to throw me a bone to do a little hair band music every now and then. 
Yeah, Caitlin, you weren't born when that song was out. I mean, by a long shot. I was a junior in high school when that song came out. Slippery When Wet was the name of the album. Great Computers Hotline, 304-345-5858. Fruit Pharmacy Text, 304-935-500. Let me get to some uh, uh, some text here. Then I want to get into the smoking situation uh, in Putnam County. Uh, Texture says, is the podcast uploading machine broken? Just wondering. <laughs> no. Uh, those are the, the shows. I appreciate that. Uh, and uh, we, we've... Um, the, they kind of been a delay on getting the uh, the podcast up. Those will be up uh, just as soon as possible. I understand, but I do completely understand, and I and I do appreciate the text. Someone says, uh, texture says, how does someone find out the exact district they are in? I look on the maps, and I can't tell if I'm in District 55 or 56. Contact your county clerk. Your county clerk, when it comes to elections uh, um, things, your county clerk is the be-all, end-all. So whatever, if you're here in Kanawha County, you pick up the phone, call uh, Vera McCormick's office or Brian Wood in Putnam or any other county clerks in the area, you contact your county clerk, and they'll be able to set you on the right uh, on the right stage. Texture says, I received the card, but thought it was junk mail and threw it away. So what do I do now? We're talking about the uh, cards that uh, went out uh, from the county clerks uh, in conjunction with the Secretary of State's office. Contact your county clerk. That's the best thing you can do. If you threw it away, if you accidentally threw it away, you got it because you haven't, uh, you know, uh, there for a variety of reasons, mainly because you haven't participated in the voting process. Contact your county clerk. That is what you need to do. Again, no matter where you are, contact your county clerk. Um uh, U.S. Postal Rule says texture only forward your mail for one year. If you voted the last election, will you still get a postcard? Uh, no, no, you should not. Uh, let me see. Okay, that's a, a meme. I can't really read memes on the air. Thank you. Um, uh, texture says, okay, I already covered that. All right, let me get to this. Um, let me get to the smoking situation. I want to follow up on a text from the show yesterday, and it has to do with uh, with smoking in establishments in Putnam County. And uh, And I think there may be some either misinformation uh, being floated out there or people are just a little confused on things. Now, the text of the show yesterday asked my opinion of Putnam County allowing smoking back in public establishments again. Well, that's that's not the case at all. Um, and I know this because yesterday afternoon I got a call from someone with the Putnam Board of Health that was listening to the show yesterday, and they wanted to clarify what was being reported. Now, now just hang with me here. In 2007, the Federal Clean Air Act was passed. It never outlawed smoking in establishments. It did not do that. The federal law didn't do that. Now, many city or county ordinances may have, but the federal law that went into effect in 07 did not do that. Smoking was still permitted in certain establishments, mainly in bars. That's always been a thing, and it hasn't changed. What is changing, according to the official I talked to with the Board of Health in Putnam County, is um, is uh, is just a couple of, of things. Okay, If a if a bar wants to allow smoking, they can, and they always have been able to. Uh, there are, according to the official, there are 17, I think, bars in Putnam County. Now, you can get into the definition of what is the difference between a bar and a restaurant that serves alcohol. It all has to do with the amount of alcohol sales versus the amount of food sales. So, for example, you know, I don't think an Applebee's, and I'll use that as an example because there's one in Putnam County, that's not really considered a bar, although they do serve alcohol. Okay. So what's changing with this new, with this new ordinance? Number one is before um, they could let 18-year-olds in. Okay, that's not the case anymore. Under the new requirement of Putnam County, the age has been raised to 21, and now smoking includes vaping and e-cigarettes 
as well as traditional cigarettes and cigars. Now, again, this doesn't mean places in Putnam County like an Applebee's or Bob Evans or, or Fireside or Fairways. Those last two I threw in because they're two of my favorite places to eat. does not mean they're going to allow smoking. That's not what it means in the slightest. Um, the only changes, again, are the places that have always allowed smoking. Uh, and again, as I said, there's something like 17 or so in Putnam County. Uh, we'll have to now raise the age in order to enter from 18 to 21, and vaping and e-cigarettes are included in that. Now, if those bars wish to allow smoking, which, again, they've been doing since 2007, then nothing's changed. They can still do that as long as they follow those rules. And, again, they'll have signs posted on the door that we allow smoking, and you can choose to go in those places or not. I said on the air yesterday, I would be somebody that probably would not. So you're, you know, this is what we think of as a traditional bar, not sports bars. I mentioned Applebee's, not you know, nothing like that. Um, you know, think of your neighborhood local bar, okay? Uh, watering holes, as, the, as, as old people call it, uh, from time to time. I appreciate the uh, texture bringing it to my attention, and I I'd all, I'd more so appreciate people at the Board of Health listening to the show and taking the time to send me an email clarification, uh, which they then followed up with a phone call. Uh, so rest assured, uh, if you're as anti-smoking as I am, and by that I mean I am deathly allergic to cigarette smoke. I mean, if I'm around it, my nose bleeds, my eyes swell shut, I simply cannot do it. Nothing is going to change about that. It's, we're not going to go back to the days in Putnam County when you go into a restaurant, I'm old enough to remember this, and you would say smoking or non-smoking. Not going to happen. The only thing this affects is the bars that have always allowed smoking. They've never stopped that. And that goes back to 2007. Those changes have to do with the age. You have to be 21 to get in now instead of 18 in those bars if they do allow smoking. And it also includes vaping and e-cigarettes. That really is the only – that's really the only uh, difference. And again, it won't be hard to tell what those places are because generally speaking, when you pull on a parking lot, you can tell. Um, normally within a matter of seconds of the door, you can tell whether they allow, whether they allow smoking or not. Uh, so I appreciate the texture bringing that attention. I think there was some, some confusion out there about that, but I also appreciate the Board of Health in Putnam County for contacting me. Again, they sent an email followed by a phone call to make sure I got the email. And we had a nice long conversation about 15, 20 minutes or so yesterday clearing this up. I hope it also clear, uh, you know, clarifies that, uh, f- for you as well. So, uh, rest assured, we're not going back to the days when you'd go to your local Shoney's or Bob Evans and you would say smoking or non-smoking. That's not it at all. This just has to do with bars, and nothing has changed whatsoever. It's still those, – those places in Putnam County have been allowing smoking since 2007. Okay, nothing, nothing is going to change. Okay, that out of the way. I wanted to get that out of the way, and I do appreciate the uh, texture for bringing that up and the folks from the Board of Health as well. Quick Computers Hotline, 304-345-5858, Fruit Pharmacy Text, 304-935-5008. A um, whole lot of folks in downtown Charleston yesterday for the Kanawha Charleston Health Department's drive through vaccine and testing program. 351 tests and all were given yesterday. 202 COVID vaccines and 47 flu vaccines. And I had Dr. Young on the show yesterday, and uh, it's her opinion, uh, overall opinion, um, that uh, the numbers are going to go up. Uh and they are going up. And I've got some of those numbers as far as COVID goes. Uh, let's uh, take a phone call, though, first. Jerry, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, buddy. Morning. Um, you know, this is one of the many, many reasons that a lot of people from Charleston and Kanawha County have moved to Putnam County. 
uh, it seems to be more freedom there than we have here. As you recall, uh, they shut down hundreds of bars, beer joints here in Kanawha County. Some of them, so far out in the sticks, you'd never find them, like up uh, Cabin Creek and places like that. And so many people were put out of work because of that, because most of them just closed. People were just not going to go in there anymore if they couldn't smoke. So uh, uh, the most famous one uh, that appeared on television and in the news was on East Point Drive right here in Charleston. But anyway, uh, that's exactly what uh, Kanawha County should have done. Now, I understand it's been a long time. The drinking age is 21, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So then you'd have to ask, well, why would anyone under 21 be in a bar or a beer joint? I guess their uh, parents or friends could bring them in or something like that. Uh, I know when I was little, heck, my mom, uh, she drugged me to every beer joint in, in the city. So it wasn't all that unusual to see an adult with a child in a beer joint back in those days. Well, if I can go back, Jerry, if I can go back to my college days for a moment, I mean, there were a lot of, um, when I was a student at Marshall, there were a lot of 18, 19-year-olds that went into bars just for the social aspect of it. Now, should someone, if Caitlin and I go in and she's younger than me and I go in and uh, ha- what I have been known, not that she would ever hang out with me, she's rolling her eyes, uh, but I'm just saying, uh, I-, I mean, you could still purchase a drink for that person. I mean, as long as you don't get caught doing that, I guess. So. Well, yeah, as long as you don't get caught. Yeah. But that's contributing, and that's against the law. It is. Court. It is indeed. Uh, we had a situation uh, at a place on Capitol Street uh, just about eight, nine years ago where, the, you know, the owner invited teenagers to come in. So, yeah, I guess I can see why they uh, would put an age limit on that. And mm-hmm. I guess now everyone considers, you know, when I was... Uh, when I was a teenager, as I recall, and that's been a long time ago, that the drinking age was 18. And on the day of my birthday, or the day after, they changed the law to 21. <laughs> and I've never had a beer in my life, but that was going to be the first beer just to celebrate. Just because you can. That, <laughs> right, right, just because you can. Yeah. But uh, so that didn't happen, so I never had that beer, and I've never had one since. Well, if you if you come up, I'll buy you a beer. How's that? Oh, yeah. Well, thanks a lot. All right. See <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> 952, it's eight minutes away from 10. Quick computer sideline, 304 345 Fruit Pharmacy text, 304 Let me get back to these numbers here just for a moment before we go to break. Yesterday alone, uh, there were 1,976 new cases uh, reported. That's the second highest one-day total since the pandemic began, nationwide, 265,000 new cases reported yesterday. Uh, that's the highest one-day total ever. Um, and now, if you couldn't make it to the testing and the vaccine clinic downtown yesterday, uh, the text, uh, not texting, testing and vaccinations will continue Monday through Friday from 8 till 3.30 at the uh, KCHD location, 108 Lee Street in Charleston. Um, and if you don't think that the Omicron is, I mean, I don't mean to laugh about this, but the statistics now are, are, are just absolutely incredible as far as the way that it is spreading uh, now. Bowl games are being canceled, concerts, musical performance. I uh, read this morning Fairmont State University has announced they're going to start limiting spectators to their athletic events. It's like, it's like, here we go again. But the truth is COVID isn't going anywhere. It's going to be a part of our lives probably 
uh, for a for a long time. And I'm of opinion, I'm of the opinion that everyone is going to get COVID, regardless of vaccination status. Uh, I am vaccinated. I am boosted. I'm probably going to get COVID at some points. The facts simply don't lie, though, that if you are vaccinated, your symptoms when you get it will be much less severe. In the state of Ohio, 92% of all those that are in the hospital are unvaccinated. Those are the facts. We're back after this. It's 580 Live at the Voice of Charleston, WCHS. Brought to you by the Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses. Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses live to make life better for you and your family. It's that time of year when the world falls in love with new cars, used cars, and the best deals. The Thornhill Motor Mile most wonderful sell of the year is here. Horns will be honking, the trades will be topping, and yes, everyone telling you be of good cheer because it's the most we've paid out all year. Get in on all the action at thornhillautomotive.com. No payments till spring. Available 0% APR on most new models. And top, top dollars paid for your trade. Don't miss any of the excitement or the savings during the Thornhill Motor Mile most wonderful sale of the year. Ends January 3rd. With approved credit, must qualify for all offers. See Thornhill for all details. When I started at Mountain View Solar, I was placed on the installation crew, and I was very green to anything construction related. Henry Gill Newton from Berkeley Springs. Within about a year, I was able to run a crew and go out to jobs. I think it's time that we start working towards creating new infrastructure that can renew itself within seconds and maintain itself through years and years to come. Paid for by Environmental Defense Fund. I'm Eddie Live from the Parmar Store Studio, Voice of Charleston, WCHS. Stop by the newest Parmar location, 801 Greenbrier Street in Charleston, also the home to Charleston's newest grocery store. It's an IGA grocery store in there. Stop by today and remember if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. Um, I can't find the text now, but somebody had texted and uh, and asked about uh, would older people be allowed to do absentee voting this year. Um, you know, I'm going to probably say no, uh, because last year we were in the middle of a pandemic uh, with, uh, with a vaccine, uh, with no vaccine. Now vaccines are available. Now, that doesn't mean absentee voting is not going to be allowed. Absentee voting has always been allowed and always will will there be the special rules where anybody can apply i'm going to say probably no that's probably not going to happen uh let me see text says dave who would have thought people congregating in close proximity while the weather's cooler while an infectious virus is going around would cause a rash of outbreaks like how can anyone see that coming i think that's sarcasm i really do think that is um uh, anyone know? Says texture the DMV in Kanawha City is open today. They were closed the day before Thanksgiving. That's why I'm asking. As be- I do think, and I'm not a state employee anymore. I used to be, but I'm no longer a state employee. I do think that today is a half day. Uh, I think, and if I'm wrong, somebody can correct me on that. So it would be closed um, tomorrow and also on New Year's Day. Uh, of course, that's Saturday. Um, all right. Uh, texture says, Dave, uh, Jerry's right. Putnam is free and proud, and I'm afraid to go to any stores here because hardly anyone wears Masks. I have uh, a, a, a bestosis <laughs> COPD, uh, AFib, so I have to be careful. 50 years and below suck here, according to a texter. Well, I mean, people wore masks last year because they were required to wear masks. And as soon as the rules were dropped, people no longer wear masks. Uh, some people do. My producer is one of those. Um, but, you know, <laughs> 
um, people wore them when they had to, and when they said they didn't have to, they took them off, and uh, that's that's the way it's gonna it's gonna remain. And I don't see that changing. Uh, Texture says, uh, does Jerry really think people move to Putnam County so they can smoke in bars? What's he smoking? According to a texture, well, he's not drinking. We know that. Uh, texture says, "You're right. Uh, COVID is going nowhere. It'll be a part of humanity for the rest of our mortal eternities. So why is the entire world still breathlessly reporting on it? I don't get it. There are things out there that are dangerous in everyday lives. It's just part of being a human. It's time to move on." According to a texture. Well. This was kind of interesting. I mentioned uh, this a little yesterday with Pushkin, the love fest between President Biden and former President Trump. I say that tongue in cheek. Uh, Hoppy wrote about it in a great commentary a couple days ago. President Biden actually praised, that's right, praised former President Trump and his administration for their work in getting the vaccines out there. Direct quote from President Biden. Let me be clear. Thanks to the prior administration and our scientific community, America was one of the first countries to get the vaccine. End quote. The former president, quite surprised, telling Fox News, quote, I was surprised to hear that. I think the vaccine is a terrific thing, end quote. Now, uh, there's a video circulating out of former President Trump speaking to a crowd and mentioning that he got the booster, which was followed by a course of boos from the crowd. He then said, quote, that's all right. It's a very tiny group over there, end quote. Um, he later told uh, Candace Owens, quote, the vaccine is one of the greatest achievements of mankind. She later took to social media decrying the president's older age and saying, in effect, he comes from a generation before TV and the Internet and before he was able to do your own research. Oh, wait, it gets better. Conspiracy theorist and all-around whack job Alex Jones said about Trump, you're either completely ignorant about the so-called vaccine or you're one of the most evil men who ever lived. Alex Jones calling Donald Trump, former president, one of the most evil men who ever lived. Either you're completely confused or you're one of the most evil men who ever lived. Now, this is Alex Jones and Candace Owens talking about President Trump. So Trump's being booed. Biden is now praising Trump. And uh, you you simply can't make this stuff up. You simply cannot make up what goes on in the news today. <laughs> My thanks to uh, Dakota Buckley, candidate for uh, House District 58, also West Virginia Secretary of State, Mac Warner. Coming up on the show tomorrow... Uh, State Auditor J.B. McCuskey is going to join us for just a bit because of this issue that we uh, had uh, with uh, with a hack uh, as it comes to state payrolls. And he's going to join us to talk about that. Plus a little year in stuff with Comedian BT. Caitlin is here as well. As always, a great job producing the show. Caitlin, thank you so much. Hoppy the news coming off. I'll see you tomorrow. Till then, have fun and love somebody. WCHSAM 96.5 FM Charleston 104.5 Cross Lane, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here too. From ABC News, I'm Dave Packer. Positive COVID cases reaching all-time highs. The U.S. inundated with COVID infections unlike ever before, shattering the record average daily caseload set last winter with 277,000 new cases a day. This week alone, the U.S. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.